Well, I don't know what happened there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be a show um, if it wasn't a, a technical difficulty. That may have been <coughs> may have been in the uh, in the actual audio file, but it's just uh, you know, it's just every day. It's every day. It's every day. Every day I'm boomerin', boomerin', boomerin'. Good day to all of you. Happy Monday. It's probably not on Monday. But it is Christmas week. So that's a thing. Christmas week is here. Uh, odd Christmas. Christmas on a Monday. Very odd. Um, I don't think... When's the last Christmas Monday we've had? I can't think of... Uh, I'm trying to think... I'm trying to think the last Christmas on a Monday we had. It's weird. So basically, Christmas celebrations start this week already. It doesn't feel like it's Christmas. Pac-Man, I 100% agree. I hope that you're finding a little bit of time to get some Christmas cheer. Is Dave Landau still a of the month? As far as I know. As far as I know. Weird, weird. Whoa, 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 weird. How was your weekend? Did you get your Christmas shopping done? That's why I relate so well with you pores. <laughs> yeah, the um, it's I'm trying to think. So it's like Christmas crap on Friday. You know what I'm doing uh, for the first time ever? I'm going to see um, Trans Siberian Orchestra. I don't know if it's. I think it's either going to be awesome or it's going to be cringe. I don't know. Um, friend of mine gave me tickets cause he can't go. Uh, I hope that there's lots of transitioning. I, people say the show is pretty rad. I don't know. I feel like you could fire, fire a few drinks into you, you know, you'd go enjoy it. The, uh, okay. This says it's, it's nice. Okay. Uh, if you're over in the locals chat, people are sharing homemade ornaments. Those are, look pretty nice. Remember, if you're a locals member, you can participate in the locals chat, which allows you to share pictures and gifts and videos and stuff like that too. Here's the link over there if you want. I finished my Christmas shopping in November, and then my thank the Lord my family decided to do Secret Santa this year. Oh, nice, yeah. They seem like they're always on the verge of starting to really rock, but never quite get there. I suspect that they probably don't. I guess I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to like not listen to their music. I mean, I feel like I've heard it on the radio before, but I'm trying not to like, you know. We love the peppermint mocha coffee, nice. Not even an advent calendar on the set. I do have an advent calendar on the set. It's a Lego one. I took it down to put some stuff together. 
I feel like we I feel like we didn't really get a good Christmas run up. By the way, shout out to my mom. Moved a Christmas celebration to make way for uh, make it a little bit easier. I, I like. I feel like it's. I, I feel like this is a newer tradition. I, you, you know, some of you old heads might be able to tell me if it's not, but uh, like people are celebrating Christmas like <laughs> earlier and earlier now, which like I get down with because like I like to spend Christmas at home. You know, put with the fireplace on, watching Home Alone and Epic Christmas, and it's you know, and um, you know, Elf and all this stuff, and making cookies. And I don't like to spend Christmas driving around to five different people's celebrations. You know, it sucks. You do that when you're young, you know, but then once you get to be old, you have like your own family in your own like you want to be, you want to do your own thing. You know, even though I don't have kids. I still have been married to the same woman for 20 years and we like to have a little us time, you know? And, uh, so I, f I feel like, uh, my families have got a nice rhythm now where like I can spend Christmas day, you know, or Christmas Eve <clears throat> at home, you know, I just, when you're young, you don't care that much. You know, you go around, you collect your $20 in cash and each of your cards and you go spend at the bar or whatever. But now as I get older, I'm like, man, I just want to stay home on thing on Christmas. But I still want to see like, I still want to see like my mom, you know, I still want to see my family. But on Christmas day, I want to be home. Die Hard Christmas, yeah. I think, um, like I said, I've I've recommended the movie several times, but if you like a Christmas story and you were a 90s kid or even an 80s kid, watch 8-Bit Christmas. It's really good. It's, it's basically a modern retelling, but it's not like... there's not They didn't put a chicken in it and make it gay and lame. <clears throat> Actually, the main character is still a boy. But then there's this wise cracking black girl who's got it all figured out, of course girl boss but it doesn't really take away from it i kind of sometimes at like christmas do we deliver to a p.o box i don't know why not sure sometimes like at christmas and stuff like that you got to just turn that off you got to turn it off sometimes you got to be able to am i a dink actually i was a dink uh but then i had my wife retire so i'm a sink <laughs> Um, the, uh, you got to turn off like the, uh, my, you know, the eye rolling and the, you know, keeping look, you know, looking at like, keep, turn your like woke radar off and just enjoy Christmas. Speaking of turning your woke radar off, enjoying Christmas, there was some hot butt, butt sex going on at the Capitol, an insurrection that the media proclaimed as uh, the only reason you guys had a problem with a guy filming a gay sex tape and getting a, a getting a load blast on his back and uploading it to the internet is because you're homophobic. But remember, re remember the Capitol is sacred ground, and if you dare trespass there, then you should be in federal pound me in the ass prison for an undetermined amount of time. Don't remember that now. 
I want them to keep that same energy with that little twink that was getting his asshole blown out on camera in the Senate building and then uploaded it to the internet. I want them to keep, I want Nancy Vodka Knockers Pelosi to keep squirting out those fake tears about the sanctity of, of the sacred ground. I want them to keep that same energy. That guy's going to have to, uh, that guy's going to have to do some hard time, some hard piping time. Remember, Jill Biden said decency is on the ballot, but I think she actually meant degeneracy. You know, because they had that other trans person take her shirt off and have her tits out, her fake tits at the White House. By the way, shout out to fake tits. It's fine. But on a woman. Um, yeah, Pacman, if that was a Republican doing that, he'd be in prison for the rest of his life. Oh, he'd already be in prison. I, You know, what's interesting is if it was a Republican having gay sex, that would have really put the Democrats in a pickle. Really would have put them in a pickle. But if it was a Republican having heterosexual sex in that same room, they would have locked him up already. Are you kidding me? They would have locked the, the woman up. They would have locked her family up. They would have um, de debanked them. Yeah, look what they did to Lauren Boebert for having one of her sweater puppies squeeze in a theater. Some douchebag... Uh, uploaded some creepy douchebag uploaded that shit to the internet. You know, some liberal arts major thought he was epically owning her. When most people saw that and they were like, oh, it's just some single chick getting frisky on a date. Big deal. All right. So <laughs> I'll dial, I'll dial back the language. I'm going to tell you what, if I was single on a date with Bobert in a dark theater, I guarantee you I'd have a hand. I'd have two scoops of raisins. You could put that on the internet, too. I don't, wouldn't even care. That guy should have came out and been like, what did you expect me to do? Look at him. By the way, I'm no, I'm no real fan of Bobert, to be honest. Like, I don't think there's, like, anything wrong with her or whatever. I just... I nothing her. She's not from my state. You know, she's moderately attractive. That's it. I know nothing about her policies. I know she's like, uh, she's basically like an e-girl, you know, she's just like AOC for the right. That's what I'm, that's, that's what like, that's what, uh, that's what, that's my vibes on her. She's just AOC for the right. You know what I mean? Nice rack. Social understand social media. That's about it. Jeremy, we gotta look into the bill that passed and it says the presidents can't leave NATO. I saw that, yeah. She's cute with nice rack. What's not to like? Well, I mean, she does govern us. I don't care for that. Lots to talk about. Why do you speak so slowly with long pauses? Because I'm reading chat. Most people, it does put some people off, but I actually read the chat. I don't make people super chat me or rumble rant me to interact with me. I try to be interactive on my streams, but I understand <clears throat> that 
most big streamers really don't give a shit what their chat says and they just do their show. Um, and maybe that's like the better long term. It's like you don't see Dan Bongino interacting with his chat. He's got a hundred thousand people watching him. But uh, I like to interact with chat, and so my pauses are usually me reading the chat. You know, I can switch to a more professional mode like this. I don't know if you've noticed this, folks out there, but there's been a, a, a deluge of uh, new movies that are just blatantly have at least lines in them that are blatantly anti-white coming out and literally saying the most dangerous animal on the planet is white people. Now, literally every crime statistic on the planet would disagree with that, but people are defending this and saying, Oh no, Jeremy, there's context to it. There's context to it. Then another movie comes out from one was like magical Negroes. That's their word, not mine, which is like a, a trope that supposedly they're lampooning in this movie, but it doesn't really cover it for me. I don't really buy it as an excuse. But then there's Obama's movie. It says never trust a white person. These, this is what's getting funded in um hollywood and you know it, it's wild to me but i guess i'm just not surprised i'm not surprised at all by this garbage because it's just it's just what society is today um but i have a white pill for you i have some hope for you now there's a couple of interesting scenes this is essentially a Harry Potter movie <clears throat> for woke racists. Now, they're going to say that it's uh, going after this trope of the magical Negro, which is a thing has, that has happened, but this particular line doesn't. By the way, speaking of magical Negroes, um, it's the last day for standard shipping on your coffee brand coffee gift box. We have about, we're about 90 3% sold out of the standalone gift boxes. The custom made ones, I'm constantly updating the inventory. So if you want to custom build one, it makes a absolute perfect gift. If you use the gift box builder, you can pick flavored coffee, unflavored coffee. You can pick four real cacao cocos, 15 organic tea. So if they don't like coffee, we also have nearly 15 premium snacks. We've got coffee mugs, all sorts of stuff. It makes the perfect gift. And if you ship it, if you order today, It'll still make it there in time for Christmas with no expedited shipping required. Now, here is a clip. I don't know if this is going to get claimed or not, but this is a clip of a new movie. Essentially, no, it is not parody. I know you can feel their discomfort, Aaron. Watching you walk through a room full of white people was the most painful thing I've ever seen. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't want to take you to a job interview. There's a now, this it was David Allen Greer, I think this is. So essentially, you know, again, that first there's that jab. Now, are there white people that are genuinely afraid of black people? I assume so. Um, there's also black people who, do, who are afraid of white people, as you can see very clearly from this. Recruiting class starting right now and we got to get you in it welcome to the american society of magical negroes so the american society of magical negroes 
um, again, the, 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 the justification for this is like, um, you know, is essentially a trope. It, it's supposed to be talking about the magical Negro, which is in cinema. Magical Negro is a supporting a stock character who comes to the aid of the pro white protagonists in the film who people bring up like the guy from green mile, something like that, um, as an example. Uh, and then it has this line. Dangerous animal on the planet. Sure. White people, when they feel uncomfortable. White people, when they feel uncomfortable, and they go directly to a police officer. Now, I don't normally... Look, there are lies, there are damn lies, and then there are statistics, okay? But I do want to point something out. This is a common chart you may have seen floating around the internet, and this is going to make some people uncomfortable, okay? I understand that. And what I want to also preface this by saying is, I think people are individuals. I don't look at them as statistics, but I'm simply responding to the claim that white people are the most dangerous on the planet, okay? This is a chart. I know it's going to scare some people. Uh, talking about between races of people, uh, who is on the receiving end of terrible crimes, you know, when you, you hurt somebody, okay? When we look at the number of um, black individual crimes on white people, according to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, there were 548,000 of them in one year. Blacks on Hispanic, 112,000. So 548,000 black on white. White on black, 59,000. When adjusted for the population size, it's something like 50 times higher. It's like 50 times higher. Okay? So when you want to talk about per capita, which is, again, very dangerous thing, and I say these are just statistics, and I think individuals rise above them. But when you look at... Black on white crime, it is 42.3 times as likely as any other crime on the planet. You want to look at the most dangerous people for black folks is, you know, statistically other black people. These are fact, this, this is a fact, right? A fact. So the most dangerous individuals for black folks are other black folks, statistically. So this whole notion of, you know, I don't even know how you write this film, how you write that line and say, and just ignore your own community. Um, it's, it's very wild to me. Um, people are saying, oh, it's a movie about this film trope feeling uncomfortable precedes a lot of bad stuff for us that's why we fight white discomfort every day because the happier they are the safer we are the happier white people are the safer we are well 50, 43 times more likely to, to a white person is to experience um a terrible crime at the hands of a black individual i, I don't really understand now, are there racist cops? Yes. 
white racist cops? Yes. Is there police uh, going over the line? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just, I don't understand, you know, and, and, and when you look at, by the way, you look at this trailer, this trailer just as a white pill for you. You see, it's nice to see so many of us come together to express how disappointing and terrible just the concept of this and how baffling it is that it was ever made. 3.2 thousand likes. Actually, I want to thank you for making this movie so blatantly racist and dislikable that we would all come together no matter what creed in our sheer awe of its stupidity. That is certainly a feat. As a black American man, let me tell you just how disappointed I am that YouTube removed the dislike button. Well, I can tell you that this film, as it stands right now, has, just as a nice little, it has 4,000 upvotes, and as of the counting of this, nearly 40,000 downvotes. Nearly 40,000 downvotes. This is an older screenshot that I took. It had 3.9 thousand up and 38,000 plus down. I think that obviously people are more than their statistics, right? But can we stop with this narrative? Like, the most dangerous person. I mean, I'm just talking about just look, just take two seconds and Google black on black crime. This is what got, you know, Scott Adams in trouble while well, he also went a little bit further. And that's not even the only film that came out. This one also came out from Netflix from Barack Obama. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, Trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. I mean, this is this was the same week. This is the same week. Upcoming American Society of Magical Negroes movie shamelessly describes white people as the most dangerous animal on the planet. I mean, are you joking? I don't have anything against anybody based on their skin color, okay? I, I, it's based on their actions. And I think that most black people are the same way. But when you're going to come out and you're going to say that white people are the most dangerous animal on the planet. Now, okay, you want to talk about foreign wars and foreign meddling? <laughs> you, might be able to make, you might be able to make a case. I'll hear you out if you want to talk about... Um, Bush Jr.'s fake war. But then we're going to talk about Barack Drone Obama, too. More drone strikes than any other president in history. Okay, You want to talk about white leaders and their foreign wars being dangerous? I'll listen to that. But that's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. Unsustainable subscription. You lie about reading chats. You've had four chances to respond Yet they're sitting like a prick and saying that you read chat. Ask you an important question. See, isn't that interesting? Like, uh, I'm here to entertain you free of charge. And you call me a prick for not responding. I just, I don't, under, I don't understand that. Um, yes, I'm reading chat. 
Um, I, I don't know what would, you know, what would cause you to think that you're more important than the other 3,500 people here, but I'm literally in the middle of trying to complete a thought and you have a little poopy diaper. Like, I, I don't want to like come down on people, but like, bro, I am reading chat. Uh, obviously I am. And, uh, you know, show a little respect. You, you know, you may be able to, uh, you may be able to, uh, you know, get away with that shit in other people's chats, but you'll show some respect in mine. You don't have to be here. You know, I appreciate you are, I appreciate that you are, but, uh, I'm just not some streamer like that needs to, you know, you know, I don't need, I don't need to take that shit, bro. You get me? Anyway. Making his directorial debut, comedian Kobe, comedian Kobe Libby, never even heard of him, um, is at the helm of upcoming satirical film starring Justice Smith and fellow comedian David Allen Greer. The, the American Society of uh, Magical Negroes is a fresh satirical comedy about a young man, Aaron, who is recruited in a secret society of magical black people who dedicate their lives to cause the utmost importance Making white people's lives easier. I know that I have black viewers. I know that I do. And uh, you know that I don't care that you're black. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care what race anybody is. Um, you know, that's the beauty of online. <laughs> like, I see a username. Right? Like, I don't care what people's skin colors are at all. Sure, I grew up in the suburbs. I don't know a lot of black folks. I, it's not my fault. You know, it's not like I, I not, am I supposed to move to inner, the inner city? If I move into Milwaukee, am I supposed to move so I see more different colors of people? I grew up in the country. Okay. I'm now accepting applications for a black friend. All right. Shout out. You can all apply at thequartering at gmail.com. If you're in the Wisconsin area, and you're looking for a white friend, you know, I got you. But the, the, this whole, like this race obsession, this race baiting garbage is so insane to me. Um, and I'm just really happy that the trailer got absolutely obliterated. Um, I'm just, I just, I, I'm just really happy to see that, uh, because this kind of stuff is just, you know, don't make me bring, don't make me point at the sign. Don't we point at the statistics, okay? I don't want black people to be having, you know, other people hurt them either. But, you know, don't, don't say it's white people that are doing it. In fact, white people are, well, actually Hispanic on black is actually pretty lower than I thought it would be given particular, particular gang affiliations in California and stuff like that. But like what's wild is white on Hispanic is four times higher. But Hispanic on white, like white people are on the receiving end of, you know, white people are getting pummeled. All right. So, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I just, I don't have time for this crap. And I'm glad that everyone else made sure to thumbs it down too. Come on, Jeremy. It's white people that are doing it. It's what makes the riots better. 
I guess like whites and Latinos. That that statistic is actually more curious to me. But I, I guess I don't really care. Like I don't care. You you want to talk to me about you, you want to talk to me about Black Lives Matter. You want to talk to me about pr protecting black people. Man, take care of your own. You stop killing each other, and then we'll worry about the the one in fifty chance that a white person will be the one that does it. Is that fair? There's a one in forty three chance that that it's a white person that or no, I'm sorry, white people are forty three times more likely to be assaulted violently by a black person. Once that gets to even, then we'll talk. Are you still having a meltdown, dude? All right, everybody, let's stop the let's stop the show. There's 3,600 people in here. Let's stop the show. Resistance three. What question would you like to ask? Let's all wait and let him ask his question. All right, type it in again. I'm gonna stare at chat. I'm sorry if I missed it. Please forgive a please. Now put your question in the chat so we can all I can stop everything and answer it. Go on now. Come on, resistance. I will answer your question. Put put it in the chat. I'm waiting. 3,600 people are waiting. Okay, type it in the chat. Type it now. I'm waiting. I want to answer. Oh. <laughs> oh, he got banned. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't know. Well. <laughs> You have the floor, I guess. <laughs> you know, if he was in the locals chat, I would have seen it. Okay. Well, sorry, Resistance 3. I, I wanted to give you time. I wanted to stop the show and answer your question. Could you imagine going to like Dan Bongino's chat and melting down? Dude's got 100,000 people watching him. We're not going to get to 10K if you keep banning people. That's okay. I'll take like a core, I'll take like a core, you know, five to 7,000. Cool with that. I, I just, you know, people aren't going to disrespect me in my own chat. You know, I didn't ban him. I don't, I don't think, I think that a mute would have been fine. You could probably unban him, you know. He was yelling about links not being sent and you sending links to locals. What? I don't get it. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, okay. It was meaningless chat about links and not even spell correctly. Oh. Oh, is he mad that he couldn't put links in the chat? Nobody could put links in the chat. Well, anyway, what a wonderful day. What a wonderful day for a, a woke F-A-F-O moment. Now, many of you might have heard the term and it's less PG terminology in the um, F around and find out. But this particular one, I think I wanted to share with everybody because I don't really know. I don't really know exactly why everyone puts literally everything on the internet. This is probably a Gen Z thing or a thing for people with terrible eyelashes or something like that. I don't really know. But imagine 
what I things are different, I guess. Uh getting getting the herp when I was young was a thing that people were deeply ashamed of. They didn't record themselves going on the internet and explaining it all for them and telling the world about getting the herp. Modern hookup culture, I want to talk about that and how it's essentially this um this progressive idea that women should, you know, women should be empowered. It's like a, it's taking the women's empowerment movie to m- move to the ne- nth degree. Where and by the way, I also want to be very clear, ladies. I want you to know this. I am not one that thinks a girl is whoring around uh, in a party of one. The guys that do it are just as responsible. Okay, I don't. This like online hookup culture has led to a massive rise in STDs. We're going to talk about that. But what what I what I think is is being so weak. Like this is so bizarre that this person uploaded it to the internet. Of course, the dildo of consequences really arrives lubricated. But let's watch this range of emotions that they decided. I'm going to upload this to the internet. Today, my whole life could change. And I'm scared. Friday night, I started having a burning sensation whenever I peed. By the way, this is obviously from having unprotected um, uh, relations. Something that really uh, everybody can, uh, you know, understand that, you know, Use a rubber and you're not going to get the herpaderp. And that is forever. Forever. Uh, was not pleasant. So Saturday I went to urgent care and they put me on medication for a UTI. Get her on so that I cranberry juice. The UTI medication on Sunday. And then that night I noticed that my right lymph node in my groin was swollen. By Monday, the UTI meds still haven't kicked in. It still really hurt whenever I peed. Um, so. I- By the way, uh, they're uploading this to the internet. I would never, I would never, like, are you kidding me? I remember the one girl that had, like, got chlamydia when we were in high school. Everyone ruthlessly teased her ruthlessly i called to make an appointment with my gyno and it's now wednesday my appointment's in like half an hour (sighs) this subject is very stigmatized it should be this is the thing like you could tell this is some woke lefty right like oh it's stigmatized yeah it should be getting an std is and should always be Stigmatized. This is a public service announcement. Okay. It's one thing to have a partner uh, who lies about things or whatever, but ultimately you're the one that allows protected or unprotected scenarios to happen. Uh, Now, of course, that does not count situations where they weren't a willing participant or something like that, right? It has a lot of shame around it. It should. But it should. Then I noticed warts 
<laughs> That's right. It's the herb. Painful. These last few days, I've just felt run down, icky, haven't had an appetite, uncomfortable. It hurts to walk. It yeah. hurts to sit. It everything hurts. I now she's scared. Okay, right. Um, but it's it's funny like this. If it's herpes, I know it's not the end of the world. I'm about to go to my appointment now, so I will come back with an update. Everything we know, everything we know in the year of year of our Lord in 2023, there should be in the Western world less than a dozen cases of herpes a year. Like everything we know. Wait, condoms don't prevent herpes? Of course they do. What are you talking about? Herpes is spread through skin-to-skin -skin contact. What do you mean? Or is that a joke? Looks like a Gen Zer. Oh, not always. Okay, well, yes. I mean, there are... Like, there are cases. Like, condoms don't even always protect against pregnancy. According to my doctor, 100% of everyone has herpes. The, um, you know, when I was, when I was growing up, that's basically what sex ed was. Uh, it was that everybody had AIDS. And I remember it messed me up so bad that, that the first time I had sex, I went to the, I went to the clinic and got an AIDS test because <laughs> it was, it, it, that's how it was like taught. Well, there's herpes simplex too. That isn't a isn't the STD, right? Now, of course, there is always abstinence. I know this is like you, most young people haven't even heard of that term. I, I, you know, I admit I wasn't someone who, you know, practiced it either. But certainly, that is a 100% way to make sure that you don't get the herpaderp. I have herpes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sorry. Is that bad? Is that bad? Is that, am, am I an evil person? I'm sorry, but you put this on the internet. You put this on the internet and we need to bring back shaming. All right. Now, again, the guy that gave it to her, also gross. Or girl, I guess. Like, this is one of my all-time favorite cutscenes. This is one of my all-time favorite hard cuts ever. Are you ready? With an update. I have herpes. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. Why are you recording this video? Like, if this is all like an op, right? Like it's a, it's a awareness, you know, awareness thing. Okay, fine. I just, I can't. I have to go to my appointment now, so I will come back with an update. I have herpes. <laughs> If I want to have unprotected sex, I have to tell them. I don't know. Yeah, you shoulda. 
I don't know how this is going to affect my dating life. You don't have to screw everybody you're dating. You don't have to you don't have to screw everybody you're dating. I like that I don't know someone else is driving her too. So who's in the car? I can't give birth badge can't have birth, can't give birth, well, she has to have a C-section because she doesn't want to have a herpes baby. I don't know what I'm supposed to tell my parents about this. I mean, this is, I mean, like, you don't have to hook up with every guy. And by the way, again, I want to be very clear, ladies. The guy is 100% or 50% at blame here too, right? Or girl, whoever, you know? these outbreaks for the rest of my life yep <laughs> i feel like my parents are gonna be so disappointed in me you are uploading it to tiktok you this is this generation Why would you upload this? One more time. I just, I, I, I got, hold on. <laughs> hold on. One more time. I have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not AIDS, okay? It's not, it's not gonna end her life, okay? But if you look at, you know, this has been an issue from these, you know, these Chinese hookup apps and things of that nature. It's like Tinder and Grindr don't want to talk about their role in rising STDs. Health experts see online dating as a new frontier for STD prevention, but major sites do not want to engage. I'm going to make that every time I get a text message on my phone, it's going to be like, <laughs> I have herpes. And then every time, every time I get a text message, <laughs> I have herpes. <laughs> look, I don't look, whatever. Okay. I'm not shaming, you know, like, look, people make mistakes. All right. What I am shaming is uploading it to the internet. Do people have no shame? Look at this. STI increases syphilis, which is basically was a dead STD for a hundred years. Cases spike 74%. 74%. Why do you think that is? <laughs> I have herpes. <laughs> I don't know this for sure, but does anybody want to take me up on the bet that this is somebody who uploaded TikToks about wearing your mask in public and having social distancing and getting the jab? Does anybody want to guess that if I went to this person's TikTok, I would find them doing videos uh, whining about people not getting the jab? I have a feeling they would. And again... I know it's easy to blame the women, but I guarantee you that man ain't uploading a video talking about it.
if the man uploads a video to TikTok, look at if this girl ever sees this video, if the guy that gave it to you is stupid enough to vlog it, send it to me and I'll make fun of him too. I'm, I'm of the, by the way, let me say this. Okay. Just so I'm clear, this is probably radical maybe, but I I'm of the mind that anybody who knowingly gives someone else an STD sh should go to prison. Is that crazy? Maybe that's too far. But I think anyone that knowingly does that, because there is no, there ain't no way the guy that gave it to her didn't know. That should be six months in the clink. Six months in the clink. You knowingly do that. You knowingly give someone AIDS. That should be a, a prison sentence of no less than 20 years. But California, they decriminalized it, of course. But that's modern society. I guess not prison, but you get in jail. Yeah. Jail. Like, I'm sure this guy, whoever she slept with, said, Oh, ba oh baby, I, don't, I can't feel nothing when I wear a condom. I'm clean. I just got tested. Boom, herpes. Boom, herpes. That's how it spreads. Some guy knew he had it. Some guy knew he had it. Trust me, if some guy has painful sores on his dick. He knows he's got the herp. Oh, baby, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel, I don't feel anything. Joni, it's me. You know, I had such a great time with you last night. Listen, there's something I have to tell you. I just got back from the doctor. I have herpes. I think you should get yourself checked out. Oh my God. Will you stay? What? Will you stay with me even knowing that I have herpes? Yes, I will. Joni? Yeah? I don't have herpes. I just needed to know that you'd stay. You say... <laughs> Well, in this particular case, I would say the woman probably didn't lie about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like, you know, I, I mean, I think. Um, I think there is a better clip. <laughs> yeah, this one. <laughs> we now return to the outlaw Josie Wales. Should we bury him? Nah, leave him for the buzzards. I like that guy. Oh boy, here comes Harry. He thinks no one will notice he got his neck done. Hey, fellas, I'm back from that family wedding. Ugh. <laughs> hey, what you watching? The outlaw Josie Wales. It's a western. Ah, when do the cowboys go into the tent, lick their palms, and have sex with each other? Different kind of western. Ew, what's Clint Eastwood doing with that Indian chief? Oh, they're, they're just becoming blood brothers. Blood brothers? What the devil is that? Well, it's an ancient ritual where two friends intermingle their blood, thus sealing a bond. Last Halloween costume? I am going to be the <laughs> cutest fire hydrant in the whole... Ah, what are you doing? <laughs> this is okay. how it could have happened, too. Ugh. 
I think we should hold hands more often. There you go. We're blood brothers now. You happy? Actually, yes. I mean, I really feel the bond, Brian. I feel like we're closer now. You know, more connected, more intertwined. Yeah, I guess in a way we are. Hey, are, are you blood brothers with Meg because you ate her tampon out of the trash? Uh. No, that, no, that's that's something else. about when we swapped blood look at my lip it's a disgusting herpes sore and now i have some very uncomfortable phone calls to make <laughs> hola handy manny's repair shop you break it we fix it manny manny i'm gonna need you to take me off speakerphone for this <laughs> Stewie, that's crazy there's no way i gave you herpes then how do you explain this i don't know you're a gross slut <laughs> it can't be my fault, Stewie. I don't even have herpes. Oh, yeah? Let me see. Hey, 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 what are you doing? Stop it! Uh, oh, my God, look at you! You're more herpes than dog! Okay, fine, I admit it. I gave you herpes. You bastard! You knew you had herpes, and, and you still agreed to swap blood with me! Look, relax, it's not that big a deal. Not that big a deal? It's a disgusting, unsightly, unsavory disease, and it lasts for life! Yeah, but, you know, I mean, isn't the worst thing about herpes just the stigma? I mean, like, like what if it wasn't called herpes? Like, like what if it was called Bapo? Huh? Oh, I got a little Bapo. Oh, that's cute. Ah, I want Bapo. You know, my uncle was in the army, and he got genital Bapo from a Saigon whore. <laughs> shut up! Just shut up! You should be ashamed of you. Ah. <laughs> oh. These times. Huh? These times. These times. Genital boppo. Boppity boopy. Boppity boopy. Boopity boppity boop. Boppity boopity boppity boop. Boppity boopity boop. Boppity boopity boop. By the way, if you're enjoying the video, the the show today, when you're new, feel free to say hi in chat. If you haven't yet, please do follow down below. There's a little green button that says follow. There you get notified when I go live. Uh, I go live 1 Eastern, Monday through Friday. And I would love if you came back tomorrow. <sighs> Bull light. More bad news for Bud Light? Say it isn't so. The Teamsters have now voted via a 99% approval rating to go on strike. And the woke media is mad that Matt Walsh hasn't given up his morals or his ethical position that the Bud Light boycott should continue. Matt and I don't always agree on everything, but this is something that him and I uh, absolutely do agree on. Um, you know, that... We shouldn't be saying, we shouldn't be taking any moral victories, like Tim Poole says, uh, or, uh, you know, they haven't learned their lesson, like Kid Rock has said. No, no. Um, the strike continues, or the boycott continues. And by the way, it's all Anheuser-Busch products, not just Bud Light. By the way, there is 
Uh, today is the last day for standard shipping on your Coffee Brand Coffee gift boxes. I'm not gonna give you the long pitch. You know we have a custom builder. You know we have two different ones that are ready to go. If you've got a few people on your list that you just don't know what to get them, everybody absolutely loves our Coffee Brand Coffee gift boxes. And today is the last day to get one at uh, with regular shipping and not having to pay for express shipping. So get that order in, coffeebrandcoffee.com. Link in the description, promo code BESTGIFT will save you 10% off as well. Teamsters vote to authorize strike at Budweiser, making uh, Budweiser maker AB InBev. Well, that's not very good, is it? Is it? Union workers at Anheuser-Busch InBev overwhelmingly voted to authorize a strike at the beverage maker's 12 U.S. breweries, saying the company has delayed negotiating on a key contract issue. 99% of Teamsters voted for walkouts at the world's biggest brewery if a new contract isn't secured by the time the current agreement expires. Uh, I, I, I suppose this probably isn't that big of a deal um, because, I mean, who's even buying it? You know, I mean, they probably have, you know, they probably have a oversupply anyway. 99% of roughly 5,000 Teamsters working across the company's 12 U.S. breweries voted to authorize a strike, according to Saturday's news release from the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. The brewers produced some of the most popular beer brands in the country, including Budweiser, Bud Light, Michelob, Ultra, and Bush. <laughs> Bush. The union said that it wants an agreement that improves wages, protects jobs, and secures health care for the retirement benefits for its members. The current agreement expires February 29th. Quote, if Anheuser-Busch executives can't get their act together to negotiate an agreement that respects workers, we will see them out on the streets. I feel like, I feel like working at Bud Light or these other companies have a similar issue to working for like GM. Uh, you get a lot of good men and women that work there. They started working there when they were 18, 19 years old. They've been with the brewing company for a million years, and now you're paying them $50, $60 an hour uh, for a job that you could be paying some new jack $18 an hour for. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying it's the reality. That's what happened to GM. Essentially, GM had all these skilled workers that had spent their entire life at the company, and GM could no longer even afford to pay their pensions. Um, and so they, they were like paying them to quit and retire early. I'm not saying these men and women didn't earn that wage, but I'm saying you end up in the situation where people want higher and higher wages. It keeps getting passed downhill. Eventually you're paying, you know, $25 an hour to someone to work at McDonald's, which is where we're at. And an extra value meal costing 1250. It all rolls downhill and comes back around. Anyway, these companies never actually lose any money, but, uh, you know, hey, I'm all for these folks getting what they deserve. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't believe modern day unions in many cases have as much power other than maybe the teachers union. Sounds like, you know, 5,000 people probably isn't even that many compared to how many they totally employ. But AB InBev's share price has largely recovered since the initial boycott with Friday's closing price being up 5% from the start of the year. But the boycott has continued to weigh on its performance. U.S. revenue in the third quarter was still down 13.5%, primarily due to the volume decline of Bud Light. So a lot of people in the media, a lot of people in the media are trying to pretend like 
this because the stock price to, you know has recovered that day one or that that's not true. Thirteen point five percent of people. Uh, by the way, for the entire company, that must mean that Bud Light revenue is down twenty, thirty, forty percent, right? Because that's across the entire company. So maybe other products. We all know that um, Modelo Especial is up, things of that nature. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But the other funny thing is just you know bizarrely, we had Advocate magazine as well as Pink News, which is about to crumble. My sources tell me that the company's got about nobody left uh, who works there anymore. They, again, these are bygone eras, bygone um, companies that used to make money, you know, through ad revenue. They can't afford to pay anybody anymore. Um, you, you just end up in a scenario where it's just too dang expensive to keep people. You end up having to lay everyone off or you end up shutting down. People want more and more wages for doing the same job. Journalists are being replaced by AI. Many of these people on the lines through no fault of their own at a company like Bud Light, they're being replaced by robots. And at the time they're bringing robots in, they're also demanding more wages. So they're only accelerating their, their job getting taken over by robots. It's a tough, uh, a tough world. But in a very coordinated manner on Friday, both Pink News and Advocate Magazine uh, went after Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh is still obsessed with Dylan Mulvaney and his can of Bud Light eight months later. Well, I think what they are indirectly, incorrectly attributing to being obsessed or whatever is simply Matt point, po po I posted the same thing. Of course, you couldn't put the quartering on. He's a much bigger, um, you know, name. So obviously, but we agree on this. He wrote, the Bud Light boycott is the one time in modern history when conservatives have staged an effective boycott against a major corporate brand. If we back away from this victory now, it will show that we've learned nothing we don't want to win. Not going to happen. Boycott continues. I 100% agree. There shouldn't even be a conversation. Bud Light is a brand owned by a foreign conglomerate that tried to push trans ideology and is now paying the price. There is absolutely no legitimate reason to back away or let off the gas. They deserve everything that's happened to them. I 100% agree with him. 100% agree with him. But these people are like completely triggered. In a later post, he claimed that Bud Light pushed transgenderism and is a terrible product. Not only is Bud Light a woke foreign company that funds pride parades and try to push transgenderism, it's also a garbage product that tastes stale, like stale rainwater siphoned from a ditch. It should be the easiest boycott to maintain in history. Yet some on our side, he wrote on, I agree with him here. This is one of those times that, you know, are going out of their way to screw it up. I 100% agree. This guy's the CEO of um, Public Square. Keep the pressure on. There are hundreds of other beers that taste better and you don't and don't want to trans your kids. All this kind of stuff. Now, in response, Media Matters' Ari Drennan wrote on the platform, there's something so horribly spellbinding in a grown man throwing a public temper tantrum because other people have lost interest in his obsession with Dylan Mulvaney and returned to drinking a beer that he's admitted he doesn't even drink. Now, this is a classic gaslight scenario where... Um, again, just like when you talk about, hey, you made all these characters weirdly androgynous and you can't even tell if it's a boy or a girl anymore. And then people be like, um, uh, you know, it's like, uh, oh, well, what do you want to sleep? Well, you want to jerk off to cartoons? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I just said, you know, you took She-Ra, which was, you know, looked like a very beautiful female character 
and made her look like a boy and then turned her into a lesbian. I mean, these are the facts. What are you jerking off to a kid's cartoon? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. So that's that's their best effort is to try and shout you down and try to gaslight you into believing they're in their degeneracy. They probably do. By the way, I don't care if you do. Um, but then she writes, everyone on the right would be better off if they stopped humoring this guy. He's not on your team. He's never been. And his opinion of you is based entirely on whatever you or not you comply with his demands. Well, I'm pretty sure that Media Matters can suck a huge fat turd. Now, Matt also said, going back to support Bud Light without getting an apology is not a win in any sense. So him and I agree in our disagreement with Tim Pool. That would just be us surrendering and snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. It would be a total unforced error, and it would completely negate one of the right's greatest cultural victories, I assume he says, in the modern era. In the recent times, all for no benefit whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. And then you had, um, you know, advocate writing, man, Walsh is still totally triggered by Bud Light. He's not, though. It would appear to me that media... Oh, I'm blocked by them. Shocking. I'm shocked that somebody who works for Media Matters, who, by the way, is getting sued into oblivion right now. Walsh is upset by his perceived lack of faith, a perceived lack of faith by other conservatives. I agree with them. Who have recently eased up on their boycott of Bud Light. Kid Rock, by the way, he was only in it for the clicks anyway, who initially responded to Mulvaney's brief sponsorship. This angered Walsh, who said another post that ending the boycott is like surrendering. Surrendering. I agree with him. You know, I, I mean, I think that it's, I don't know what advocate is. I'm assuming it's some sort of LGBTQ thing. Um, I don't know for, for a fact, but like if, if Matt Walsh is quote unquote triggered, then, you know, what are these, all these media outlets, you know, having total meltdowns? They're mad that, what they're mad that we won't let them forget. They're mad that uh, we're not letting this go. We shouldn't let this go. I mean, you know, I I hope that the you know the Bud Light workers strike. I hope that it's a perfect storm this Christmas. You see, in this article, in New York Post, Budweiser's power slap venture is a knuckleheaded bid to turn its brand around after Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. Well, I don't know. They paid UFC a, a billion dollars or a hundred million dollars or something like that. Um, and UFC people don't want to drink it. By the way, Power Slap, if you like it, more power to you. It's not hurting anybody except for the people that are willingly giving themselves CTE. I don't understand it at all. Like, I don't understand letting another grown man just hurt you. It doesn't prove how much of a man you are. It's really weird to me. But it's a cultural phenomenon. I don't know if it has much staying power. But you know they're desperate. You know, oh, let's pow- let's let's sponsor Power Slap. Even Rolling Stone conservatives heartbroken that Kid Rock gave up on Bud Light book. No, I'm not heartbroken. He was never quote unquote one of us anyway. Kid Rock's got a big name, but he's no he's no conservative. So the media is trying to pretend like everyone's upset about it when we're really just saying, nah, this needs to con- you know the boycott needs to continue. And I agree. I agree with Matt. Let me know what you think. I don't, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't like to like, uh, shit on something people like that's relatively harmless. 
So like, I think there are other things I can criticize outside of power slap, but I got to tell you friends, it, it's like the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I, I, I don't know. Am, am I being, am I being a total jerk? Maybe. I think it's a little harsh. I just don't understand. Like you're just standing there. Another man is slapping you and that's competition. I, I, you know, I'm glad that they have some sort of, they have some sort of uh, agreement with Rumble. Anything that you know streams on R Rumble, I think, is good. Uh, I'm happy for it, but uh, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. It was like funny when it was like this weird, obscure thing they did in Russia, but when they tried to like legitimize it and like bring in sponsors and stuff, I. I don't know. It seems like a CTE simulator for me. <laughs> so this morning I had to take a friend in for a surgi surgical procedure. And I have to pick them up later. They are now on a Monday morning. It, it was a minor procedure, not like a huge deal, but they need someone to take them in and pick them up because they do anesthesia or whatever. Uh, they are now... I dropped them off at 9 a.m. and they still haven't started yet. They haven't even started yet. They're like three hours late on a Monday morning. On a Monday morning. How can you be this far behind already on a Monday? Maybe don't shit on Rumble's power slap. There's a market for it. I mean, again, I I'm I literally said that. Give it a chance, you'll love it. Maybe. Shout out to the King of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong using code THEQ on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Give this high protein meat snack a go. Great afternoon and have a great afternoon. I do, um, I do enjoy biltong. I do. Um, I'm out of wagyu. You know, someone could send me some. Power slap should introduce giant foam, giant foam hands. Yeah, I'd agree. I think I'd like it better. I, I guess like I'm not trying to start a war for people that like power slap. Okay. I was, I was kind of alluding to like, I don't want, it's like not that big a deal. You know, I don't want to make people feel bad for liking it. You know, would you watch Dylan Mulvaney versus Leah Thomas power slap? <laughs> yeah, of course. I think everybody would. So now let's talk about the insurrection. The insurrection. By the way, thanks everybody for tuning in today. If it's your first time watching the show, make sure you say hi in the chat. There's also a little green follow button down below the video. If you're on the app or on the web version, please do click that. I go live every day uh, at 1 Eastern. I would love to earn your daily viewership. I hope that you, you, know, you tune in tomorrow at the same time. Also, while you're here, if you can, click that thumbs up button. I don't know if it actually does anything, but I'd like to see... 
you know, we've got 5,000 people here. I think we should be able to at least get 1,000 likes. And I, and I do appreciate everyone tuning in. I really, really appreciate that. I think we're really growing something. I mean, 5,000 people on a Monday, that's really good. I really appreciate um, you all supporting the show. Your next shipment is leaving tomorrow. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, Anton. So I'm not gonna make you. I'm not gonna make any any pitches, any hard pitches for anything else. Remember to get your uh, coffee brand coffee gift boxes. That's my company. We roast our own coffee. We're not some drop shipping garbage like some other people. Um, you know, we hand pick all the snacks. I hand you know dial in all the flavors, the roast levels, all this kind of stuff. And um, we also have gift boxes, and people absolutely love them for the holidays. Today's the last day you can get one with standard shipping. So I'm going to put the link in the description. Let's talk about this. Oh, the other thing. Um, if you are a member in Locals, by the way, there is a, a chat in the Locals where you can post pictures and all that kind of stuff. So I'll put the link into that too. You can join the, the Locals or The Basement just by clicking The Basement here. I know a lot of people, it's not a great time to be, you know, getting people to support you. So I'm going to like, you know, not go too hard, but it's five bucks a month to join the locals every week. I'd like every day I try to add five new members. Haven't yet hit that goal, but maybe today will be that day. So if you're in the position to, you can click the basement or in the chat, you can see join the local quarterings, locals community. If you click that and you join, then you can get access to the locals where we do at least once or twice a week, locals only content. And it goes to directly to supporting the team. Now let's talk about this. I'm going to switch to uh, my news. Uh, hey, did you guys know that I run the Publica? You know, that I'm a co-owner of the Publica with Sydney Watson. So there's that. Are we going to see Kona Coffee at CBC? Pretty sure it would be a write-off. <laughs> okay. Okay, I want to talk about uh, true degeneracy here for my weekly Publica piece. If you're watching this video on, on the Publica's website or uh, maybe you're watching it live or you're watching it in the members area, I appreciate your viewership. The work that we do at the Publica is getting better. The team is getting better every day. And uh, it's through your support that we're able to do so. Uh, we covered, the Publica covered, the Democrat staffer who, uh, well, made a spicy videotape be uh, of, of two men, of which he was one, engaging in um, spit roasting. Um, and... They recorded it in the Senate hearing room, uploaded it to the internet. Okay, follow me. Follow me along now, right? They recorded it, uploaded it to the internet, got fired, are now facing jail time, and is blaming, you guessed it, homophobia. I, I don't really... I, I'm almost, like, blown away... I am actually genuinely impressed at the level of 
Teflonness that certain members of certain communities have where they've never really had any real consequences in their life. This is a very real thing in the LGBTQ community. Since they are so worshipped, it's funny when you understand reality versus the duality of reality and the reality they try to sell you. The the um, reality they try to sell you is that being gay in America is some sort of shamed thing, even though the media is literally obsessed with it. The media worships it. Celebrities fake being members of the LGBTQ community for clout. Yet they still want you to believe, that community still wants you to believe that it's stunning and brave and that coming out is a scary thing, even though it's literally a marketing tactic used by multiple people over the past 10, 15 years because it's just free cash money. One great example of that is, of course, Dylan Mulvaney, whom I still do not believe is truly trans. It's just my opinion. If Dylan wants me to, if Dylan wants me to believe that they are, in fact, trans, Dylan is a multimillionaire. Dylan can afford the surgery. Chop it off, buddy. Chop it off. If you want me to believe that you are, in fact, a member of that community, then chop that thing off and get your little faux um, ham wallet made up. You can afford it, okay? But I don't believe that that's true. I believe that they're grifting off of that community. And it's very effective. Oh, I'm going to take some estrogen. I'll put some makeup on my face. Get rich. Five years from now, I can retire to some island. Now, this individual staffer, and I apologize uh, for some of the, uh, <laughs> the images here, although I'm not, you know, I think you're going to be okay. Um, I'm not going to show anything too wild, but this staffer filmed a, a, a video of getting absolutely just spit roasted in the Senate hearing room, booked it under his boss's name. Okay. Uploaded it to, uh, Instagram and then blamed homophobia for getting fired. You don't get this way. You don't get this privileged. You don't get this delusional if people in your life aren't constantly enabling you. I mean, it is, you don't write this and post this in this very room. Sonia Sotomayor had her confirmation here. James Comey testified to the Russian interference in 2016 elections. And Aiden got some thick German sausage and Jaeger sauce to finish. He posted that. Willingly. He is not a victim of revenge prawn. He booked the room. He filmed the event. He uploaded it to the internet. And he wants you to feel bad. He wants you to feel bad. It's your fault. All of this man's actions in his life is somebody else's fault. That's how you end up with this entitlement generation. Somehow it's your fault. This is what they wrote. This has been a very difficult time for me. Can we pause and hit the like button on this video to send prayers? Can I get some prayer emojis in chat for Aiden? Who again made no less than 15 calculated decisions to end up where he is today 
But again, it is your fault because he's being attacked for who he loves to pursue a political agenda. I mean, I don't think that that's true. Nobody even knew who this D-Gen was, all right? Nobody even knew until he filmed, participated in, and uploaded several uh, adult films and pictures from the Senate room, all right? Why would Donald Trump do this, everybody? Why would Donald Trump do this to Aiden? This is the same administration, by the way, the Biden administration, that brought a trans individual there to take topless selfies at the White House. This is the same Biden administration who hired a nuclear secretary who referred to themselves as non-binary, shaved his head, walked in high heels, and went to jail for stealing and refusing to stop stealing other people's luggage from airports. A non-binary individual who would steal black women's clothes and wear them. That was the only reason that person got caught. It's because they were pictured wearing a very specific black designer's clothes. By the way, this person's white. Remember, when you're non-binary, that also means... Above all criticism. This type of stuff, this type of behavior has been willfully, tactfully, tact and purposely normalized. These people have mental illness problems. The bald one clearly is a kleptomania problem. Minimum. This guy has clearly got some sort of fetish around, you know, getting railed in public. None of his, by the way, everyone knew he was gay before. He's getting backlash because he uploaded that crap to the internet. And he thought, wow, I'm going to F around, but I don't want to find out. He continues, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, you think... I love my job and I would never disrespect my workplace. Are you kidding me? You spread feces and cum all over the floor in there. What in the, if that's not disrespect. What in the hell do you think is disrespecting your job? And by the way, disrespecting this country. All right. None of that has to do with him being gay. Him being gay did not make him film that, that, that movie and upload it to the internet. Being a moron did. A good question would be, who is the other individual in the film? That would be a good question. Who is the guy doing the railing? The German Jägermeister sauce provider. His words, not mine. Did they have proper security clearance in being there? I doubt it. Were they another staffer? Probably. And then he goes on, any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. Bro, was it Michelle Obama on the other end of that? 
Is that a Mohap situation? The fact of the matter is, every decision that Aiden made, okay, featured in the Joe Biden campaign video, was Aiden's own and had nothing to do with him being gay and everything to do with him being a degenerate with a, some sort of mental issue. And I've got bad news for Aiden. Well, probably good news if he likes being on the receiving end of, th of uh, that thick German sausage. He, he's going to go to jail, maybe worse. The Republicans... I mean, if, we, if the Republicans don't pick this up and absolutely ruin this guy's life, they have no spine. And I feel terrible saying that. I don't think that he should have to go to prison for being an idiot. But prison is full of idiots. And they took, this, the, they took people that simply trespassed on January 6th and put them in federal prison for years. What did this guy do? I'd say it was a little bit more... A little bit more than just walking around and picking up a lectern. They're going to have to fumigate that room. This is a culture of not accepting consequences, which, by the way, comes from parenting, comes from social media, comes from the legal system, not providing these people. This person got to be as old as they were, I don't know, 30-something, Working in the White House and never once thought, hey, maybe I shouldn't fil film a gay, a gay porno video at work and upload it to the internet. At no point did he think, man, eh, maybe this is not a good idea. And I've got more to say about this, but that's where I'm going to end this video uh, on the public's main site or on the public site. If you want to watch the full video, make sure you sign up to become a member over at thepublica.com and you can see the more uncensored continuation of this and I hope you do so because I've got more to say now for the members and those happen to be watching me live stream right now this is a democrat problem they have pushed people pushed people normal regular everyday people like me who are a live and let live person A live and let live person. That's who I am. Okay. I'm responsible for this crap. I'm, I'm the one. People like me are responsible for this. And they took advantage of me. When they said, hey, people want to get married. I said, what is it going to hurt? You know, what's it going to hurt? You want to have a parade? What's it going to hurt? What's it going to hurt? What's it going to Oh, there, um, there's some dildo monkey reading books to uh, kids at the library. That's where it went. I say, hey, you have a parade? Cool. Well, that doesn't hurt anything. You want to get married? Don't care. That's fine by me. Oh, now there, uh, there's some person in a, in a dildo monkey suit reading books to kids. Makes me feel like an idiot, to be honest with you. Makes me feel like, I, I, like a total rube. Like these people were planning this all along. Just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, we want to give 12, we want 12 year old girls to sh chop off to get double mastectomies. That's where we went. And went, oh, therapy, let's give therapy. Let, let them figure it out. Let's figure out, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I support that. 
Oh, what's been going on the last three? Oh, you've been injecting them with hormones and having healthy young women have double mastectomies. And you're putting that out. And you, look at the face. I don't know what the actor or actress, right? That basically a nobody from Juno, right? The, the before and after, that is not a happy human. They do not look any happier now that they chopped their healthy, you know, got a double mastectomy when they didn't need. They look way less happy now. And, and this is a result of people like me. And I don't want to be that guy. I want people to be able to live and let live. I want people to be happy. But then their side, their group has to do more policing. And if they are unwilling to police them, then I no longer can give people the benefit of the doubt. If you want me to live and let, allow you to live and let live, which I want to do, then maybe you should, your side, your group of people should maybe say, mm, maybe monkey dildo man isn't a good idea to read story time to kids. Maybe drag uh, act, uh, actors um, with their ball sacks hanging out shouldn't be reading stories to kids. The LGBTQ community is supposed to police that. I gave you the benefit of the doubt and you didn't police this. Is there nobody in the LGBTQ community, LGBTQ community that thinks it's a bad idea for 12-year-old girls to have double mastectomies? I, I said you can live and let live and this is where you went? Liberal white women are, are pushing this. Or they're mostly responsible for this. I've never seen one of these women who, who you know mutilate their bodies look happier after. Not one. They all look soulless. They all look completely demonic. They look like every step they take is a reminder the crushing regret they have for the decisions they've made in their life. That's what it looks like. Their faces look soulless and empty. There are people in the LGBTQ movement that do speak out against us. That is correct. But I would, I would like to agree on some issues that maybe we shouldn't be removing the healthy tissue of 12-year-olds. Maybe we shouldn't pump, be pumping kids full of hormones. That's supposed to be something that everyone agrees on. And if we agree on it, then let's work together to put a stop to this. Because it's insanity. There's no other way to describe it. Five percent suicide risk before transition, fifteen percent after. But advocates alarm parents with only the first stat, never the second. Well, that's true, Jack. You know, the parents. Some of these doctors, some of these doctors. Um, the problem is, here's what they tell the parents: Do you want a trans kid or a dead kid? That's what they tell them, right? That's what, that's what their parents tell me that they say, right? 
do you want a trans kid or do you want a dead kid? And so parents are like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? Right? I love my, my son. I love my daughter. I don't want them to kill themselves. The doctor is telling me that they're going to kill themselves if I don't let them chop their breasts off. That's what they do. This, uh, this is, that's what the, you know, the big pharma machine does. They get these doctors who convince parents that this is the best thing. You know, when I, when I was in high school, kids that were like gender confused, we just called them goth or tomboys. And you know what? All of them grew out of it. I don't see a lot of 50 year old goth kids walking around. Eventually that tomboy girl figures out, you know, that she likes boys. Or maybe they ended up gay, but they weren't chopping their tits off to figure it out. The reason they're great for pharmaceutical companies is because they get them on, on these monthly prescriptions for the rest of their life. Forever. In perpetuity. This is a huge money-making machine that no one wants to admit. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. I mean, what do you think these people do? You know? It's insane. Endless nonstop paychecks for people. That's, that's, what the, that's what these trans kids are. They're just pawns. They don't let kids grow up. I remember there was a girl when I was like in eighth grade that always played football with us. And um, like she liked uh, sports cards and video games. Then, you know, she started spending a little bit more time on the bottom of the pile than people, you know, then suddenly she started wearing makeup, you know, I think I dated her for a little bit, but like eighth grade dating, what's that? You know, you, you make out a little bit and that's it. Nowadays, you're probably, you're probably having full blown double anal penetration. When I was a kid, eighth grade was, you know, you went to the movies, you held hands and maybe you kissed awkwardly a little bit. Are there trans people in the world? Yes, of course. Are there gay people? Yes, of course. But uh, how are gay people made? How, what's, what do they say? They don't, pro, they don't reproduce, they recruit. And that's, what, that's really what it is. You know, There are gay people, of course. There are trans people, of course. I don't deny their existence. Hey, Jimmy Dore just DM'd me. Shout out. Jimmy Dore is going to be on. Jimmy Dore is going to be on the show soon. Shout out. That'll be a nice show. <laughs> There's no 50-year-old trans kids because the suicide rate caught up. <laughs> there are 50-year-old trans people. Um, what's the, the trans-based trans-pa guy? He's, he's got to be in his 50s, right? He's also a big advocate for like not having these kids... Um, not having these kids go through medical procedures when they're so young and impressionable. Yeah, Jimmy Dore will be a Jimmy Dore will be an interesting guest. You know, there's a lot of things we there's more things we agree on now than we than what we disagree on. You know, back in the day.
Uh, Glaborn says, we're supposed to be capitalists, but the left are the ones who are exploiting. Yeah, Buck Angel. Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, Buck Angel. He's, he's an older trans guy. He went, like, all the way. Yeah, I think Dor and I will agree with, on free speech, we'll probably agree on the Biden administration. I, I you know, um, I think we can talk about the things we agree on. That's more interesting, you know? I remember the Doors spit. There's an organization called Gays Against Groomers. Yep, that exists too. Yeah. Dor was a young Turk. Hey, well, you know, you can't, like, hold every little piece... Um, do you have a date for it yet? No. Yeah, Dora apologized. I can't, you don't want to hold something against their, you know, for them forever. But if you're just tuning in, um, if you enjoyed today's show, we're going to be back at it tomorrow at 1 Eastern. So 22 hours from now, we've got the, uh, we've got a full slate of shows all week. We're going to be going all week long, including Friday. Um, Friday, we have a guest, I believe. I believe we have a guest Friday. And, um, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm really liking the, the momentum we're building up. 5,100 people here. If you're enjoying the show, there's a follow button right down below the video. Please click that so you actually get notified when we go live. I definitely would like to see uh, here earlier this little green button here that says follow. Click that. If you haven't, please do click the like button. And uh, if you want to join the locals, if you want to support the show, it's five bucks a month. You can click the basement. There's a live co-chat going on while we stream every single month. You get two months free if you uh, do the full year, but it does help support the team, my video editors, my social media guys, my editor, or my, um, my graphics designer, Appreciate you. Uh, I think that's where we're going to wrap up for today. Got to go get some chores. I'm going to have five standalone videos on Rumble, uploading them all starting right after the show. And um, we're going to have a lot of fun this week. So make sure you tune back in tomorrow at 1 Eastern.